Welcome to Fake Gamer Girls. It's the gamer podcast for girls who are gamers or you just like the concept of a fake gamer girl. You don't have to be a girl or a gamer or fake um, fake. to listen, but that's okay. My name is Erin. I'm Josie. And we're missing a host today. Yeah, she She died. died. Why did we both say that? It was really sad. She died and we're really... No, I'm just kidding. Samantha Sam is deathly ill supposedly she has maybe the worst words she said deathly ill dying you two combined have maybe the worst immune systems i've ever yeah encountered you both get so sick all the time i feel like maybe you should wash your hands more i literally wash my hands like 18 times a day yeah spoken like a true nasty girl um like a true ocd haver (laughs) anyway um, so we're going to continue without Sam because the show must go on. And, True. and we just thought we would uh, do something we've been, you know, we never really considered doing a full episode on because Sam knows literally nothing about this game. But since she's dead and Josie it's and I chill. know mostly everything about this game, uh, we're going to do it. Tell us the game. Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. So I yeah, I was gonna say a bad word. What? I was <laughs> gonna say Genshin Impact. Do not cuss. This is a family-friendly show. <laughs> it's just a verbal typo. Um, I didn't say that. Who said that? Anyway, we uh, yeah, Josie and I both play a lot of Genshin Impact. I don't know if you really have recently. I've been back into it, but, like, only since, like, two days ago. Yeah, well, so, really, it's, we were both really, really into it when it came out, and then... No, yeah, I, seriously, I played this game every single day for over a year. That's yeah, how into me, it I was. me too. I did take a long break, and then in the I past... I just did, yeah. Yeah, I took a long break, maybe, you know, four or five months, and then we've been, I've been back into it for the past couple of months for sure really playing it uh spending you join our discord server you can see every time erin plays it stop it and make fun of her it's not that much join our discord though and you can see what we're playing in real time how crazy is that it says i'm playing clip studio i was gonna say for about a week at a time i was wondering what clip studio was because it literally says you're playing clip studio every moment of every day yeah it's a it's the art program i use i figured it was something art related but i don't ever close it so it just sits there and it says like for one week yeah playing for a week yeah i was like i bet this is some kind of art or animation thing It is. But you do play a lot of Clip Studio. I do love me some Clip Studio. Um. Anyway, so Genshin Impact is, yeah, and it's a game we've talked about, I think, in passing a lot, but we've never really gotten into it. Yeah. I think the most in-depth was when we talked about good games to kill time. I think I went kind of into it because I was just talking about how yeah. with Genshin Impact, I literally turn on a show. Right now it's Love Island let's go and i let it play on my other monitor and then i just grind on genshin impact for you know x amount of hours and it's great um but yeah do you want to tell us what genshin impact is 
Uh, Genshin Impact is like an open world RPG. How do I? I don't know how to describe it really. Yeah, it's like an action adventure RPG. Yeah. Uh, sort of third person combat, but it's you know it's open world, so you're navigating the sorry. world. You're not just. Are you saying sorry because you couldn't explain it? Oh no, because I dropped something and I didn't know if you could hear it. Oh no, I didn't. I was like, it's not that big of a deal. I sprung it on you. <laughs> you don't need to have a perfect description for every prompt I give you. <laughs> but really, uh, what Genshin Impact is is a clone of Breath of the Wild, uh, gameplay and mechanics-wise, um, at its core. And that's what it really started as. It was literally uh, like it did start that play. way. It's very like different now. It's definitely different now, but yeah, that was what drew people in was oh yeah it was like totally free to play breath of the wild gotcha and yeah so it's and a gotcha game multiple characters yeah and so yeah it's a gotcha game which we've talked about on this podcast a lot josie specifically because she's obsessed with True. weird asian games True. um but yeah that just means it has a system where you essentially roll for characters you have like you know odds that you can get a character and it requires in-game currency that you can buy with real money um but you don't have to but you can uh yeah. and and that's how you unlock these new playable characters so yeah. and you can you can grind a ton of those that currency mm -hmm. if you're even if you're free to play so it's not like only paid players get to get new characters right i definitely played for a really long time without spending any money i um, didn't <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i'm very good at that though sam and josie are the poster children for spending a crap ton of money on games it's true uh matt my husband is kind of bad about that too but and he's literally the only reason that i spent money on this game i don't know that i ever actually would have because i'm so stubborn about it being free and it has to be free and if it's not free then i don't want you know so like i've been playing toy blast for like seven years i'm on like level three thousand or five thousand something and i've never spent a single dollar on it so i'm kind of a gamer true but with kenshin impact i i haven't spent much i've only bought the sort of the good deals i've right now i just purchased the battle pass for the first time ever on this current battle pass and then um i've bought there's this thing called the blessing of the welkin moon uh, where every day when you log in, you get like a bunch of the gems that allow you to roll for characters and you get like a few other bonus things. So I'm not, when I've spent money, I've felt pretty good about it. And it's not super crazy expensive. Like that one is only 10 bucks for a month. Um, or the battle pass I think was $20, but it goes for like 40 days or something. And it gives you a bunch of awesome stuff. So anyway, all this to say, it really started as a free-to-play gotcha clone of Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, so, like, with, with Genshin Impact, there's a pretty robust system going on at all. A lot of story stuff going on. Like, pretty insanely complex. And I actually kind of click through, like, 90% of it. <laughs> I don't really read it because it's too much. And it's not that well written no offense Genshin Impact creators um so we're not going to talk about anything uh story 
in this episode. I think our plan is to just touch on sort of surface level, uh, you know, what thing on, how it plays. And then we're going to talk about the characters and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. So first thing to establish is that Genshin Impact is based around an elemental system like yeah. <laughs> so everybody has basically everybody has not everybody but all the playable characters have elemental powers um and there are a bunch what is seven. it seven i think there's six or seven so there's, there's animo is wind uh cryo is ice geo is like stone pyro is fire obviously uh hydro is water what am I missing? Electro and Electro. Dendro. Yeah, Electro is electricity. And then Dendro is in the game, but there are no playable characters with Dendro powers. They're there are finally some... getting released like next say, huge update. There's there's some that are slated, but uh, none that you can play as right now. Mm-hmm. So that's that, just to establish. And, and they're pretty easy. It's pretty intuitive, like hydro is water you know like so if we say hydro and animo animo i think is the only one that i didn't i don't necessarily think wind you know but that's okay uh so josie's gonna kick us off tell us about uh the first kind of main area you start the game in yeah okay so how do you it's tevat how do i I think it's tevat they say okay tevat so the main like country, not country, but like, it's like continent, the world. Yeah. world, yeah, it's like the earth basically is called Tevat, and there are seven main regions in Tevat, and the very first one that we are put into and explore is Mondstadt, mm-hmm. and Mondstadt is the city of freedom, and its symbol is like a windmill. And its element that is associated with it is animo, which is obviously wind, mm-hmm. as Aaron said. I so did this say city that. Warships Barbados, <laughs> who is the animo archon, which basically means the god of wind. So basically, you go into Mondstadt. It's very basic, sort of. It's green, very um. It's European foresty. Yeah, it's, it's European, very European kind style. of cottagey, maybe German. Yeah, sort cobblestone of. streets, windows. Yes. Yeah, yeah, big... cottages with like wooden paneling and thatched roofs. And... Yeah, and then there's like a big cathedral at the top of the town and this big statue of the god, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And this is where we meet all of like the first characters and stuff all like of that. The, and all of the free-to-play characters are from. Yeah, all of your, your free-to-play characters that are just given to you. Mm-hmm. And... It's like cool. You just this is the tutorial land basically, so all of the enemies are really easy to fight. They're not very challenging, and yeah. Well, and and there's some pretty complex story stuff that does happen. Yeah, it's just sort of, but it is the starter area, and so you know it does have a degree of figuring out the game. Yeah. And you get, like, your glider here. So if you jump off of, like, tall things, you can glide down. Exactly like Breath exactly of the Wild. Exactly like Breath of the Wild. And several yeah. other Zelda games. Yeah. 
And yeah, it's pretty basic. It's pretty simple. There is this like weird area in the back. Uh, what is it even called? What are you talking about? With like the dragon lair. Oh, it's called Storm Terror's Lair. Yeah, there's this like kind of scary area called Storm Terror's Lair. And, and that's it's, a like, big um a story point story yeah. plot point. Which I think that we can touch on that too. Like I think I think giving the character of Devalin and and Storm Terror a little bit of context is appropriate. So I say yeah. go for it. So basically at the very beginning of this game, the city of Mondstadt is kind of being terrorized by this dragon named Storm Terror. And it flies over and it basically puts them in like an eternal storm. So your character and the other free-to-play characters have to go and go to Storm Terror's lair and beat the dragon so the storm goes away. Yeah. And And you meet the god of wind who is like disguised as a citizen and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, I mean, I guess I'm just literally making points as I think of them. I hope that's okay. Yeah. Um, Every area, every sort of uh, region that we're going to talk about that you can go to in the game has an archon who is a god and is like basically like the god of that element. Um, And all of the gods are playable characters. Yes. But several of them are uh, disguised or they're, yeah. So they, you meet them in the game as a citizen and you don't realize, you know, and, and so I won't say who is who. It's, it's a little obvious. It's pretty but... obvious when you're actually playing the game, but still, if somebody really is like new to the game, I don't want to, yeah. you know. I mean, it's especially obvious because the statue looks exactly yeah, like that. Mondstadt especially is bad. Mondstadt uh, is very obvious. When you get to Leeway, it's not quite so obvious, yeah. but it's also pretty obvious. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's not, there's no giant statue of them though. So, I mean, there's like the Archon <laughs> statues, not in Leeway. Yeah. That you teleport to, yeah. Oh, but that's just like a generic like silhouette. It's not, it doesn't have like the facial features that literally yeah. looks like the person. That's true. Um, yeah. So anything else about Mondstadt? Not really. Yeah, Mondstadt is great. It's just a nice little oh, area. There is this giant like area, this like circle, and you can fight a giant wolf god in it true it's awesome that's all that's a whole thing there's a lot of uh weird like mini bosses bosses. yeah um yeah so then uh the next i guess the next thing we can talk about is dragon spine so dragon spine is a little bit of a weird one it's technically part of mondstadt and it's sort of a sub area of mondstadt but it has like its own system and it has its own mechanics and it had like a whole massive story update like the dragon spine update was really the first update that introduced a new area that wasn't in the base game and so i think it kind of deserves its own uh yeah little section so dragon spine we were both playing when dragon spine came out right yeah and we were both super super disappointed yeah, because Dragonspine is literally the worst area in the game. Yeah, but I won't let that taint my uh, description. So, so Dragonspine is a big, giant mountain region. Um, it is 
basically like super snowy death mountain um and i kind of wanted josie to give that context about the dragon named storm terror because uh dragon spine is called dragon spine because essentially it's like this massive dragon or this massive mountain that's built around the remains of another dragon who was like killed by the storm terror dragon so it was this mountain called Vindignir, and then there was this giant venomous dragon named Durin that was like evil and bad and it got wrecked and died and fell in this mountain and then they renamed it to dragon spine um and yeah, there are like massive uh, bones and remains here that are kind of cool to see. Um, and it's it's pretty much the most dangerous place in Mondstadt. Yeah. Uh, because there's a whole mechanic that's introduced here uh, that's called like sheer cold and also fully stolen from Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where, yeah, when you're in this area, you're character is uh constantly affected by the cold weather and will take damage uh if you're not standing by a heat source or uh you can make special food to keep you warm for a certain amount yeah. of time there's no um in breath of the wild there's a clothing system where you can switch into like warmer clothing there's nothing like that in this game so it's it's literally you have to basically sprint around between Fires. torches or you have to craft these fancy temperature stew things um yeah yeah beyond that uh dragon spine doesn't have too much going on it's just yeah, a big i mean it's got cold. some like special cold themed enemies yeah it has yeah each area has its own enemies and has you know it has there are these domains that are located within it where you can basically do these challenges to get special items um there are some mini bosses here as well, like area bosses. Uh, there are no, but uh, besides, so with Dragonspine, there are no like people from Dragonspine because it's too cold and horrible. So yeah. it's it's more of a sub region than anything, but it did really kind of deserve its own section. Yeah, it here. was a big deal when it came out. Yeah, and so. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna keep going. The next area, this is, or I really... guess, the only person who could be from Dragonspine is Albedo. Albedo is from Mondstadt, he just goes, yeah, to I know, but he like lives there half the time. Anyways. Well, yeah, so there is a character, and there's a bunch of story stuff. A character named Albedo from Mondstadt who is like an alchemist and is like studying what's going on in Dragonspine and studying that magic. And so, uh, a lot of the story stuff involves him and and uh doing research yeah. with him and i think he's sussy he has evil energy but that's he's just awesome me. that's the, that's the best part about him that he's sussy yeah he doesn't even do anything he just seems evil well he's a robot he's a robot he's not like a real person he was like crafted by some witch or something yeah that sounds familiar there's something really weird about him but whatever don't care don't have him so yeah true whatever um so the next area and this is the i think the second area that most people will go to in yeah, in this the one game was with the base game this was so yeah the base game introduced it had two areas it had leeway which is the one i'm about to talk about and monstat 
So Liyue is beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's literally like my favorite place in the whole game. Um, it has, it's like this gorgeous uh, Chinese inspired harbor town. Um, and, and obviously that's like the capital. Um, it's a whole region. So there's a bunch of, you know, villages and, and areas, but the capital, which is called something Liyue Harbor, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah think so, so that's what it's called and it's gorgeous and 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 some of the areas in leeway have the most beautiful soundtrack like literally gives me chills so love it I'm a huge fan um but yeah so leeway uh, is the nation of geo which is like stone earth um and the archon is named morax who is essentially the god of contracts so like how Mondstadt was the city of freedom or whatever, the country nation of freedom, whatever it is. Uh, Liyue is the nation of contracts, which sounds very dumb and kind of is. But essentially it means that they're very, uh, their ideals are um, transactions and economy and commerce um, and like money. And the money in the game in all of Genshin Impact is called Mora which is a direct reference to this Archon Morax. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, Liyue is kind of the commercial center of Tivat. So, yeah, I, it's just great. It's so pretty, and I love it. Um, and, yeah, it's it's sort of Chinese-inspired. A lot of the characters have Chinese-inspired names. Uh, the name Liyue translates to Glazed Moon. And I know that I'm not pronouncing it perfectly, it's sort of a Chinese pronunciation, which is really difficult for a lot of English speakers because it's a tonal language. I do have a linguistics degree. Don't come at me. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. You learn about sort of the uh, system of adepti, which are sort of these like mini gods. Uh, and like, there's a lot that goes on here. Um, there's also a new sub area that just got introduced pretty recently. That's technically inside of Liwa called the chasm. Um, and it's a little bit like dragon spine where it has its own like sub system of like special collective collectibles and, and stuff like that. Yeah. But it is. I haven't explored it like at all. It's kind of like Dragon Spine, where it's a little bit like hard to force yourself to do it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so beyond that, there is uh, not much else to say about Liwa. It's just the best, and I love it. And yeah. <clears throat> I go back there all the time still when I play. So it's awesome. So yeah. Yep. Anyways, so Continue. the next region is Inazuma or Inazuma, mm -hmm. which is the newest. And this is the this is the newest major region, yeah. And it is based on Japan. And it is this like what is it called? It's, Ar it's Electro. Well, I mean like the the island. What's the, it's just like Oh, it's, it's like Japan where it's a bunch of little islands it's that like are pretty an far. It's like an archipelago. Yes, an archipelago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so it's, it's several archipelago. smaller islands. It's several smaller islands. Yeah, it's pretty It's like kind of hard to get to and you have to do story stuff to even get there at all. Mhm. Mm 
But this is the land of Electro and the actual like ideal of it since every single like land has this like ideal that they focus on. This is the land of eternity. So which yeah. I I did all of the story quests and I still only kind of know what that means. Same, yeah. Essentially there's so, like something about uh uh, it's like never changing like yeah being constant and consistent and never changing yeah, as a nation like consistency and stuff like that so this one is the most like story heavy land for it's sure. a lot it is a lot it's pretty much the thing that made me stop playing the game because yeah, i was too I overwhelmed kind of agree. it was pretty overwhelming it's it's cool it's like probably the best part of the story but it's so much that it's like kind of painful especially when you play like me or Aaron and you're more for the actual grinding and gameplay and not the story but it's basically run by this god who is called Val or A or the Raiden Shogun or the Electro Archon she has like 10 million different names and yeah there's like these this thing going on where she's trying to collect people's visions which is what gives them those uh elemental powers Mm -hmm. and there's a rebellion and you meet all of these new people yeah there's there's like a rich girl and her family yeah it's like a war and you this like 14 year old have to stop it yourself and it's crazy and and at this point it's kind of fun because so there is a base character who's just called the traveler and that's like your name and you can choose like to be a boy or a girl at the beginning of the game um and the traveler can actually switch between elements um and is from sort of another dimension is new to tivat doesn't know what's going on uh and and that's who you are in all of like any story cut scenes um or like you know animations that's it's going to be the traveler Mine is yeah. named Baby, obviously. True. Um, and uh, it's kind of fun because when you get to this point where you're story-wise, like you've gotten all the way to this third like massive region, everyone knows who you are. You are like famous at this point. It's so Yeah, because you've saved the other two you've nations literally saved already. Two regions already. So it's like by the time you get to the second region, everybody's like, oh man, oh I think I heard of you. By the time you're at this third region, everybody's like, yo, it's baby. What up, baby? Yo, we, you're like boy. a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, which is super, it's it's fun. It's kind of satisfying because mm-hmm. like in in a similar game like Breath of the Wild, you know, where you're doing these four like uh, dungeons. It, since you can do it in any order, the story doesn't change at all. Um, but since you have to do everything in order, it's like the interactions adjust accordingly and so yeah yeah like in breath of the wild even if you've done three of the beasts and you come to do the fourth one people will still be like i don't think you know what you're doing kid you know you're just a weird a weird sleepy kid (laughs) and in this it's like yo you're literally the best ever yeah so it's kind of fun sorry but yeah it's very story heavy here and each region the enemies get a lot more strong and like Mm -hmm. harder to fight and they're so 
weirdly They're challenging so effing hard in this region it's like really weird it's such a drastic shift it was like kind of jarring and that's also part of the reason i just kind of wanted to stop because i was like this is too it different was like from frustrating the rest of the game. yeah I yeah will say- and there's a ton of stuff where you have to like do these huge long quests to even be able to walk around certain islands mm-hmm. and it's just kind of obnoxious yeah i do think that I think that Inazuma is beautiful visually. I think some of the writing is incredibly weak, though, uh, just because of how intensely the game changed with, like, no warning to the players. Yeah, for sure. Um, Where, yeah, we had the exact same experience of being like, oh, uh, this is really hard and confusing all of a sudden. This game was fun, and now I'm just confused all the time. And, And Inazuma also does, like, introduce, like, 25 new mechanics probably yeah literally from the minute you get there there's these new uh like electro shields and like weird little things you have to fly around on and yeah it's super weird and and it's not bad to introduce a new mechanic into a game and if anything it's good but like it was just jarring and like really frustrating because Genshin Impact is already throwing a lot of information at you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, story-wise and what's going on. And, uh, yeah, just for them to be like, and now here's 80 new things and the game is 89,000 times harder. Yeah. It made both of us who were, like, diehard fans be like, uh, I need a break. Yeah, seriously. Which is not a good sign, you know, so. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, it's not bad, but it took me a really long time to force myself to just grind through all yeah, of the story. And, and I still am, like, Googling, like, what is Electrogranum? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's some new stupid-ass mechanic, but yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, anything else? Um, it's just, like, crazy. And, like, story-wise, it's, like, like I said, it's really heavy. This is, it changes kind of a lot. It was, like, weird. We had, like, the very first, like, actual character death story-wise. I'm not going to say who, obviously. Yeah, no, that's true. It was the first actual someone died. And I was very surprised. Me too. I was kind of sad. And it's, like, not... Yeah, it wasn't, like, a good guy, but... Yeah. But still, it it was weird because we've gone through all of these massive battles against, you know, this oppressive force or whatever... And we've never had a real death. And then, yeah, in this chapter, essentially, it's like, and they're dead. Literally, it was, like, straight cool. up, you just. I didn't mind this like, shit. Yeah, you like watch this person get killed. And it's it was crazy. crazy. Anyway, yeah, no, that's Anyways, true. Yeah. I forgot about that. Wild. But yeah, IP. so that's Inazuma. Uh, next, we're going to talk about some characters that we like or have uh i'll go first since this is one of my characters is literally the god of inazuma uh and that's not a spoiler because she's the only one that isn't hidden yeah it's she's like that's her thing she is the god yeah she's like the ruler and there's some weird stuff about like her lore is insane i don't even want to talk about it yeah it's like it's her but it doesn't make any sense she's possessed by the real god but the god is still her yeah and her sister her sister was actually the other god and her sister died and now she's stuck in some 
portal because she put herself there and the actual yeah, god that's like, walking around the earth isn't even a real person yeah it's like super, it's like weird. super confusing and yeah and i kind of no hate sense, it so. it doesn't make any sense but she's awesome so it's chill yeah her character is great so the raiden shogun or a as i'm gonna call her because her name is a like ei is ei yeah is one of the newer playable characters and each character is either a four star or a five star and that's just like depending on the complexity their strength that kind of thing and i think the rarity as well yeah the rarity a is a five star character Mm -hmm. and she is like beautiful she has this really long purple hair and she's got this like gorgeous like outfit on and this sword that like comes out of her boobs it's awesome you know, crazy stuff like that. Yeah, awesome. She's very, like, typical, like, scary anime girl, but in an awesome way. And she is obviously the god of Inazuma, like I said, and she is Electro, and she is a sword wielder. Or no, she's not. She's a polar. It's user, a polar. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, but so there's several bow. several different weapon types in Genshin Impact, which we yeah. hadn't, we didn't talk about yet, but uh, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, so a polearm is just like a spear, basically. And her whole thing is, let me go find it, sorry. Oh my gosh, this is so confusing to read. Okay, so each Genshin character has their base attacks where you just click and they punch and they hit and they kick and stuff. Stuff like that. But they also have like an E attack, so you press the button E obviously, and it does damage based on their element and it has like a special move and then Mm -hmm. once you get enough of like the special element particles then you can do your burst which is like your big special it's like an ult yeah it's like your ult. yeah it's an ult yeah so obvious so her normal attacks is she just does five spear strikes you click five times she hits you five times and her elemental skill which is the e attack is pretty interesting and it's cool to see all these new characters get released and to see all their different like traits and like skills and bursts that they have mm-hmm. because you know you start to think like oh they're probably running out of things to do but they keep doing like really yeah cool they stuff. do a great job of keeping uh gameplay yeah, different keeping it unique for every character yeah so her um, elemental skill is that she does electro damage so she basically like gets this electro thing around her and it lets you deal electro damage to all the nearby opponents and each time you hit or each time you use like your spear or even if you switch to a different character every time you hit then they you get electro damage with that hit Mm -hmm. and it like looks cool there's like a strike of electro or like thunder or lightning that goes through them it's awesome right it's pretty sick yeah so this is just like really helpful because it has like a slight burst at the beginning where you get to hit everybody around you and you get additional damage for like a pretty long time with electro so Mm -hmm. a really important like gameplay mechanic is to like get these reactions so like like, combining water and electro so if you do her skill and then switch to a, a water character then it's really helpful in getting a ton of damage. Yeah, which is a super fun mechanic in the game. And it's like, yeah. at first I was kind of like, why would I bother with that? But it's, it's pretty easy to figure out um, because really it's like 
fire plus electricity equals bad time explosions yeah Yeah, exactly and and so you can like really freak them up or water plus ice equals frozen you know so yeah it's it's super fun except for i feel like i get abused by that one the most (laughs) yeah i'd be getting froze up and down left and right yeah so her burst is really cool um there's two characters in the game that actually get different weapons with their skill or burst. I'll be talking about both of them, but she's the first one. Mm-hmm. So she has this special sword. It's like important to her character, you know. I like I said, it's the sword she pulls out of her boobs. It's a boob sword. Yeah, it's crazy. So basically, when you do her burst, she has this awesome, like, really small, like, cutscene animation where she pulls her sword out and it's like crazy and there's like lightning everywhere. And she gets the sword and it changes her attacks. So her attacks are stronger and they're using a sword and they are infused with electro damage. So it's very like, I don't know. It's just really cool. Just makes her super beefy. Yeah, it just makes her buff and beefy. But it does um, wear off if you switch characters. So if you want to use her burst, then stay as her until it's over. It's only a few seconds, so yeah yeah so she gets um immune so her when she's in her birth she's immune to all electro charged reaction damage too nice anything no shout out raiden aiden 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 a uh raiden shogun uh yeah yeah so i i actually am about to spring Oh, I just started playing a video on accident. Ignore that. I'm about to spring a character on you, Josie, that I didn't discuss. I'm actually changing. I was going to talk about animo character Zhao, but I am switching to Sucrose. Um, so true. Because Zhao is a very interesting character, and, and he's a boy, and I was trying to force myself to have at least one boy character, but then I decided I don't care. So, Let's go. Uh, Sucrose is an animo character from Mondstadt. She is an alchemist for the Knights of Favonius, which is like the protectors of, of Mondstadt. And she is uh, Albedo's assistant. So she is very cute. Uh, and she's a really she great... Awesome. She's a really, really great support character. Uh, and her weapon is an, a catalyst. Which is essentially like a weird little magical object. A lot of them are books um, that casters use. So she's got this short mint green hair. And she has little like wolf ears in her hair. Yeah, I don't even know what she is. For some reason that's never addressed or explained. But that's fine. And yeah, she wears like a little alchemist uniform. She has these big round glasses that are very super cute. cute. And she has this really long, like, ponytail, too. Yeah, which I actually hate the stupid ponytail. I kind of do, too. I wish her well, hair was just short. Animes always do that, where they have to give their weird their characters, like, weird mullets and stuff. Yeah. Um, But, so just pretend that's not there. But she has, yeah, she has, like, these little gloves and boots. And she's just very precious. And, and she's very, very curious. Uh, like, that's her whole character. She's smart and curious. And... She is so into like research and and alchemy and and biology and stuff like that. And she gets bored when she doesn't have 
you know, an experiment to work on. Um, and she is a little bit of a shy nerd. Like that's kind of her thing. She's so, she's so into research that she has a harder time with social skills, but her character is really fun and she is not, you know, I have several, uh, she's a four star character. She's pretty easy to get. Um, and with her, she's a four star. What was I saying? I have several, um, it's funny because, you know, you can see things that are like four star or five star and there's a lot of characters that are the same element and that may be like quote unquote better than another character where I have a few animo characters that are like newer and seem like they should be better than her. She is still since day, like since release day one, she's been a character and she remains like up there with, with the most jack yeah she's a really good animal support. characters she's really great uh for like crowd control uh one of her moves essentially creates like a big vacuum and sucks all of the enemies into the vacuum and knocks them over yeah. so it's really awesome for like if you're fighting like 10 of these little goblins and they're coming at you you can just get them all in one place and then beat the crap out of them you yeah know? so she's awesome and i really like her and i decided By not way- to the, by the way, just for, like, people who are confused, you have, like, a party of four characters, so you can mm-hmm. use you can use four characters consecutively, whoever you have, and yeah. whoever you choose to have on your party. That's yeah. how you can and, switch between them really quickly. Right, and you can swap around your party and reorganize it as you want to. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's basically, you know, you can press one, two, three, four, and it switches between the characters. So, yeah, I don't think that there's much more to say about sucrose except for that she's she's just a cutie and i like her yeah and my next character this is my main my favorite character is ganyu and she is a cryo five star and she uses a bow so ganyu is really funny to me because when she first came out everyone was like no she's trash why would you even pull for her she sucks oh really i I don't remember that nobody nobody wanted her at all when she first came out funny and i got her twice in a row on single pulls which is really really rare rare, and she's five star she's a five star yeah and Suddenly, after her banner is gone, everybody realizes she's like top three most cracked characters in the game. She is buff. She is insanely strong if you build her right. Everyone was like, "Oh, now I want Ganyu." You're all fake. You're all fake. fake. And personally, I think they should never rerun her banner again because I'm a gatekeeper and she's (laughs) mine and all the other original Ganyu fans. Anyways. She's really cute. She's like got this really pretty long blue hair. And she has and, like ram horns. Yeah, she has these red and black ram horns because she's half adeptus, which is like those mini gods that Aaron was talking about with Lua. Mm-hmm. And she has this really cool like story. Personally, I think she has an awesome story. She just has like this like complex her, where she has a hard time story fitting is crazy. in. It's very like sad. It's really sad. But yeah, it's she's very cute. She's just this very sweet, kind of quiet, nice girl, and she's awesome. And I love her. She's great. And yeah, she's a cryo, you said. Yeah. So her... And you didn't say what her weapon is. I said it was a bow. Oh. I knew But that, her but... attack, the thing that makes her so cracked is actually her normal attack, which is very weird because usually it's the skill or the burst that makes mm-hmm. someone like insanely strong. But bow users are sort of an exception to that rule. 
But her um, attack is a charged attack. So if you hold down, if you hold your bow for like a few seconds, then it charges up like a super attack. And basically she fires this like icy arrow that splits into like six different other arrows. And it just like does a ton of damage to the mm-hmm. entire area. It's, and it's pretty insane. Especially if you have a character like Sucrose with her who can do crowd control. Right. Literally put everyone then you in the can same just... place and then shoot them with six consecutive arrows. And then they're dead. And especially if you get her to be built right, she can do insane damage on just one shot. Mm-hmm. So I personally love just doing that to flex on myself a little bit and just be like, oh yeah, let's go. I just killed like 12 people in one hit. Yeah, but, yeah I, she's I awesome. definitely did roll for her and didn't get her. Yeah, if next time they do, if you start playing this game and they do a, a rerun, you should definitely pull for her. She's mm-hmm. insanely cracked. She's pretty easy to build. And yeah, she's also really great with Hydro characters because if you just like put you down a Hydro everybody. AOE thingy that gets everybody covered in water, then you do one shot and they're all frozen mm-hmm. and you can beat the crap out of them. It's awesome. Yeah, she's um, super useful. Yeah, so then... The next character I'm going to talk about is Electro, uh, and her name is Beto. So Beto is the baddest bleep in the whole game. She is the hottest waifu in this whole game. Anybody who disagrees has no taste. And she's gay and has a girlfriend. Really? Her? Have you not seen the cutscene with her and Ningguang? Oh, yeah, I did. I did. I did. It's like so gay. (laughs) Well, yeah, Beto has. So, okay. So let me just start from the beginning. Beto is an electro character from Liyue. She is a Claymore wielder, which is a big, heavy sword. Um, And she has. uh, So she is the captain of the crux. And her subtitle on the Genshin Impact wiki says uncrowned lord of the ocean. Like. That That's is so awesome. BA. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, so Beto, which translates to Big Dipper in Chinese, actually, uh, is, yeah, she's the captain of the Crux, which is this massive ships. And she's also like a fleet captain. And so she commands like a bunch of ships. And everybody in, in Liyue knows who she is. because She's literally like this famous, awesome, incredible captain who just fricks everybody up. Yeah. Um. And Beto has absolutely BDE. If you don't know what that stands for, you can Google it. I'm not saying it on the podcast, but like BDE. <laughs> yeah, it's biggest, like severe, severe. Like, she will own you. She will freak you up. And she has like a very aggressive, not aggressive, a very dominant, flirty energy at all times. And like so awesome. Like this sexy, deep voice. And like just anyone that she talks to in the game, it's just like, oh, this they are literally like a beta next to her. She is she is an alpha. She is a sigma. And she and her attacks are great. She's really good at uh, afflicting characters with electro, which like we said is super, super powerful. Yeah. And, and interacts really well with pretty much every other element. Um, and she's not hard to get either. She's only a four-star character. And she's not necessarily the most, uh, like, the strongest 
electro character. I think personally, I've said this for a long time. I think she has one of the most interesting builds in the game. Me too. So she's yeah, she's a very interesting character play style wise. Um, she does a lot of damage as a lot of the Claymore characters do, but it's almost less brute forcey with her because of how good she is with afflicting characters with the electro condition. Yeah. Um, and and she's just super fun to play as. Uh, and she is actually not my main electro. My main electro is a character named Fischl because she's absolutely cracked as well. She's but, also very awesome and cool and emo. Well, so Fischl, I think, has a cool design. However, when she talks, she is she's the worst so, character. I think in the she's game. so funny. Fischl is has the one of the most annoying personalities in the game, so that's why I didn't talk about her. However, I am leveling Beto right now. I think she's like level seventy. The max is nice. ninety, um, so that I can have her as sort of my secondary electro character. Nice. But oh my gosh, she's literally so fine. Google her. B-E-I-D-O-U. Yeah. Beto. Oh, she's so yeah. fine. It's awesome. Anyway. I love her. Anyway. <laughs> anyways, anyways, so my last character I'm talking about is Tartaglia, aka Child, aka Ajax. But I'm calling him Child for now. He is a ginger. He is from Russia. And he is so fine as and well. And he is so fine. He is so fine. I, I want him so bad. Anyways, he is so fine. I want him. I want him. Yeah. So he is um, a five star. Again, he uses a bow and he is a hydro character. So he uses Wawa. Um, Agua. Agua. So he is also a very interesting character. Because he is from Snezhnaya, which has not even been put in the game. But that is like the seventh region. It is the cryo region in the region where all of the villains are from. Is and you the guessed cryo it. region? Yeah. I didn't know that. He is a villain. Everyone kind from of. Snezhnaya is evil. So he is a uh, kind of a villain. He's an antagonist. <sighs> he I'll call is him that. so fine. I can't get over it. I Sorry. can't either. I will even never get over it. thinking about him, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so he is the 11th of the 11 fatui harbingers and the bad guys in the game is this group of people called the fatui and they have these 11 people that are like extremely strong and we meet uh, about three of them i think we've met from what we have at this point we have only met three i think maybe because there's child senora and scaramouche yeah I was thinking there was one more, but I think I'm wrong. They released all the other ones' designs. Did you see them? No, I did not have to look. They're so fine. <laughs> oh, they look so... Why, why they one gotta make is... the bad guys two, so Two of them fine. are old guys, but the other ones are so fine. Why, you know, why is it that in all media ever, being evil makes you so, so hot? hot? I agree. Anyways, so he is the 11th of the 11 Fatui Harbingers, which does mean he's like the weakest, but the it's worst. fine because we love him. Anyways, he's sort of like anti-hero antagonist where it's like, you can tell he's not a bad person, but he does bad things, you know, that kind of thing. Sure. Anyways, he's awesome. And I, he, uh, like I said with A, he's the other character with that really interesting dynamic where he can switch weapons. Mm -hmm. And his elemental skill is that he switches from a bow to these dual blades. And it's very cool. He's the only character in the game that ever has like two blades. Mm -hmm. and it's awesome 
And he is like one of the more popular characters story-wise and build-wise because his Yeah, I use burst, him all the time. His burst is like insanely fun to mess around with and mm-hmm. like build and see what kind of different reactions you get with using different characters with him. And it can do like insane damage if you do it right. Mm-hmm. But he's really cool. Yeah, he's, he's my mo- secondary he's, hydro. He's definitely one of the, like the more like character he's definitely one of the characters that's really easy to just like love because he's got such a good story he's got a great story and he's got just like beto he's got really flirty energy yeah exactly and Um, i love a good flirty character and and yeah it's a super fun like you have a lot of story stuff with him and yeah you have a lot of really fun story with him, and it's it's really well written it's some of the best story in the game and and his his little voice actor does such a good job and he's just, yeah, he's he's got that sort of tomboyish, like kind of rough and tumble, like yeah. boy next door kind of thing going on. Yes, for sure. Oh, he's so cute. I love. I him. love him. I love him. Much. I love him. I love him. I love him. Anyways, um, anyway, did you say both of his names or just one? I said all three of them. What's the third one? Ajax. That's his actual name. Oh yeah, I always forget that. Um. Yeah, I think when you actually get him, it says Tartaglia. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, I always just call him Child because that's sort of his story name. Yeah. Um. Okay, so my last one, I have decided to switch it up again on you, Josie. Um, nice. I I decided that instead of talking about Chi Chi, I'm going to talk about Yoi Mia. True. Because we haven't talked about any pyro characters. Oh, true. Um. So. Yoimiya is a pyro character, obviously, uh, and she uses the bow. She's from Inazuma, uh, and her full name is Naganohara Yoimiya. And she is this just little blondie summer child cutie. Uh, she's got a very, like, kind of spunky traditional Japanese look, um, except that she's white, obviously. <laughs> but she has, you know, kind of those, like, platform sandals with, like, socks on, and she has sort of a kimono thing that's like all cut up you know because she's kind of a wild child um and she is the owner of naganohara fireworks which is a fireworks shop in in inozuma inazuma not inozuma inazuma uh and all of her moves since she uses a bow are like fireworks themed which is really fun it's awesome. Uh, I believe she's a five-star character. Yeah, she is. She's a five-star. I have her. She's my secondary pyro. And she, yeah, she's she's also one of the few characters who just has, like, a normal family member. Like, she just lives with her dad. And, yeah. And you just talk to her dad sometimes for, like, commission quests. And he's like, I don't know where she is. Weird. But, like, a lot of the other characters, if they have family, it's like their family is, like, another person that they don't talk to anymore that also has a vision um but yeah yoimiya is involved in a lot of the inazuma story stuff she kind of helps with some resistance and she's got like this really cute like flower tattoo around her arm yeah she's very cute and and her whole personality is just literally like a firework you know super spunky outgoing she's a pyrotechnician uh she's also known as the queen of the summer festival and and she's just got like yeah just she's literally the definition of just like 
fun to be around. And she's literally like a firework where she's like delightful and explosive and, and just really fun. And she's really passionate about her business and, and, and she's just really good with people in general. And, and she's super fun. And I love her little, she's a little blondie and she's got a little red outfit and it's just cute. And I just like her. She's awesome. So that is the final character. There are a lot that we did not talk oh, yeah, about. And we didn't million. talk about any Geo characters. Because Geo is the worst. Is the worst. Sorry. Sorry. It just uh, level Arataki Ito to level 90. I also have him. He's the best Geo character. Yeah, so. he really is. So anyway. Anyways. <laughs> that's it for Genshin Impact is good and we talked way too long because yeah. we love it um we have one looks like one submission that we haven't read yet from sophia she her and i closed it immediately when i tried to read it let's go because i'm bad at things hang on one second sophia sophia she her is playing boyfriend dungeon um and sophia says i started playing this game after i heard about it on your dating sim episode and it is delightful so far Glad you like it. I that was one of mine that I talked about. Or I think it I don't know if we did two each or just one. I think it was two. Um, but yes, Boyfriend Dungeon was super fun and it's on Game Pass. If and go back and listen to our dating sim episode if you want to. It's called like Romantic Games That Made Us Blush. Um, and it's like episode four, I think. Yeah, uh, I but Sophia says, though I've realized my discomfort with hurting people's feelings has extended to video game characters, and so I can't choose any of the options that will make anyone sad. LOL. <laughs> that is the most relatable thing I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, I, I get it. It's, we're like that, but you know who's like that times 10? Sam. Yeah, Sam literally sure. can't even be like, she can't even like decline a quest because it would hurt their feelings. So, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us on today's episode. We talked about Genshin Impact. Uh, if you play it, let us know. We want to see who you have and who you like playing with. And and play with us on the Discord server. Yes, join us on the Discord server. The link is in this episode description. It's also on our Instagram. Um, and follow us on Instagram at FakeGamerGirlsPod and TikTok at FakeGamerGirlsPod. And tell us what you're playing by clicking the link in our Instagram bio. And stay cool gamers. Stay cool gamers. Bye. Bye.